This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafuma. Mark Thompson. Get woke. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Folks, again, here in Pittsburgh at Netroots Nation, Ryan Young with us from Action Network. Welcome to Make It Plain. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing very well. All right. And our brother here, Chris Smalls, who has been organizing in Amazon. God bless you. Thank Lord you. have mercy. How you doing, man? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Taking it day by day. So what's, what's the status of things uh, now? Where are we in terms of the work you're doing and the organizing, the unionizing? Well, right now we're fighting for a contract and uh, we launched other campaigns. We just filed another petition uh, three days ago in Albany, New York, and we're going to get ready to be back on the campaign trail and also continue to support other campaigns across the country. So, and, and this has to happen um, locally at each location. Is that, it, it, that's where the organizing has to take place? It has to take place on site, right? Yes, absolutely. Every building has its own shop and uh, we're doing it building by building. So how many, how many buildings have we gotten so far? Right now, there's only one, the first right. one, and um, we're working on Albany to be the second one. Okay, okay. How's how's Action Network involved in this? How is you? How are you supporting this work? Well, uh, a couple of ways. The uh, you know part of what Chris is the challenge is to both go deep in each location, so you can really organize hard and build that power within each location, but also go broad, so you can both build power um, and allies and solidarity, but also reach out to new. Uh, warehouses find the ones that are the next location so we're trying to build a good system with them we work a lot with both the technology side but also kind of really digging in with them about how to use technology to get to go wide and then when there's the right time to go deep and organize for real power in each location are we finding that at, at each location that there is more and growing interest in unionizing yeah, i think so Chris, would right. would you? yeah absolutely you know with all the news and uh, the media about Starbucks and other industries unionizing Trader Joe's and uh, Apple and the list that's growing in other industries and sectors. Uh, workers are paying attention now, so these conversations are easier to have. And um, New York is a union town, so you know one out of every five workers in New York is unionized, and we definitely use that to our advantage. 
Um, I was just going to say, I'll echo what he said that, you know, we're seeing that with Trader Joe's, just right. uh, United in Hadley, Massachusetts, and, you know, cross sector, it's, it's really building. Workers really realizing the power lies in solidarity and working together. Yeah. Um, what's been the backlash, man? Is, is, is Amazon, I mean, are, are they, I, I imagine you're not one of their favorite people <laughs> these days. How are you holding up? What are they doing? Oh uh, well, they um they're spending thousands and uh, tens of thousands of dollars, even millions on us, 4.3 million, uh, to try to stop us during our campaign. Uh, they called the police on us several times. For what? Um, to charge you with what? Trespassing, allegedly. And um, you know they've done a number of things: um, plaster buildings with anti-union propaganda, put the workers in captive audiences. Um, so. We had to withstand all of that as workers, and we have to fight with our protections that we do have, the, li the very little that we have, and we have to fight for more. Yeah. So we're pushing the NLRB to help us you know, file these ULPs and hold the company accountable. Is the NLRB helping? Is, are they answering your call? They, they have been. They have okay. been progressive, but they can do a lot more. So they're spending $4.3 to stop you when that's money that could be going for better working conditions. Yeah, they could take one million of that and pay their workers thirty dollars an hour. But they'd rather pay four times that to stop you. Absolutely, that's that's it happens over and over. Corporations, they, it would be cheaper for them to have a union, but they say class consciousness doesn't exist in this country. It exists at the top. They of know course, that right. they want to keep people down, so they spend money everywhere they can, even if it doesn't make economic sense to keep workers down. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, and they sustain their own class, you're right. Absolutely. That's the class that counts, that's what happens. So what would you say to people watching, listening, I mean, maybe you don't want to, but I've been saying to y'all, when y'all run around and go online and spend all your money on Amazon and all these places you go and spend money, think about how they treat the people who work for them. You know, you really have to think about that. You know, you think, oh, I'm getting something good from Amazon, that's gonna get delivered tomorrow and it's cheap. But the fact of the matter is, there's a, another cost that's being paid that you don't see, that's not on the app that that you don't see so what would you what do you want what do you what would you say to people about and consumers and the public how they should support you they have to stand in solidarity with the workers that come from their community because as you mentioned this this company sets up shop in our communities and they reap the benefits from its workers backs and we have to understand that like you mentioned again when you hit one click buy uh, you're destroying your main streets your small bookstores mm. your mom and pop shops mm. And that's the reason why we're seeing these companies uh, go out of business because they're giving our money to one company. Mm -hmm. So we have to stop it at the gates and we have to stand in solidarity and donate to these unions that are on the front lines like Starbucks and workers. And Chris, tell us about you, man. What, when, did, when did the bug bite you? When did you what, what called you to put yourself on the line to do this? When did you become involved? How? I was fired two years, two and a half years ago um, when I led the walkout over COVID-19. And, um, you know, Jeff Bezos himself had a meeting about me. Uh, when he called me, not smart or articulate, and he signed off on that smear campaign. Um, they also said to make me the face of the whole unionizing effort. So I said that's a good idea, and I continue to fight and advocate for workers. Mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos, as rich and powerful he is, threatened by him. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, he should be. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. seen him work. He should be threatened by him. But, you know, that's like we were talking about earlier. I mean, they know that they need to keep people down. And, you know, they, they push the cheap goods. But that's just us taking their leavings by, you know, being able to buy cheap goods. If we had a 
real economy that worked and that workers had power, we'd all have more money. We'd all have more. Um, and just they would have less than the Jeff Bezos of the world. So, eh, you know, maybe we'd spend a little bit more, but we'd have a lot more to spend. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so folks, you heard it when you, as, as Chris said, Chris Smalls, our guest, Ryan Young, when you see that one click by, understand the consequences of that in terms of the actual organizing and reaching out. Any assignments you want to give? Anything people can people hook up with the Action Network, figure out how to help or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, certainly if they want to organize and get in touch with us, um, we help uh, folks do that. But for Amazon Labor Union, you go to AmazonLaborUnion.org right now, smash on that donate button, yeah, and give to the Solidarity Fund. And when you do that, you know, ALU will be able to reach out, let you know about actions coming up as well, so you can okay. support them right away and be part of their community to help out. All right, stand up, brother. You getting eating well and taking care of yourself and getting some sleep when you can. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, every day. Okay, good, brother. Chris Smalls, good to see you, man. Congratulations to you, Ryan Young, Action Thank Network. You, Thank you all for being here. This is important. I've been inspired by all. I need to give me some swag, too, because I'm one. I'm, I wear a dog on Amazon Labor Union T-shirts. If y'all got something, I'll wear that next time I'm on TV so everybody can know. Uh, and we can be supportive of this, okay? Right. Thank you both. Thanks, sir. Appreciate, Appreciate you. It. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Folks from Netroots Nation, uh, we're going to talk to uh, another young lady who's doing some important work. And, you know, a lot of things, y'all, we take for granted that we should not. Um, and we need to think about it. So Samantha has really impressed me with uh, some new technology. One of the good things about Netroots is um, it, it's not just folks talking and giving speeches. You know, we have a lot of conferences where everybody just goes and gives speeches and we all see the same stuff all the time. But there are trainings here. There's new, there are new innovative, innovative things that are introduced here at Netroots. And here's one of them right here. And so, uh, Samantha Boucher, am I pronouncing? Booker, Booker. Booker, I'm sorry, forgive no, no, me. You're good. Samantha, tell us all about uh, about Shire. Sure. Yeah. So, um, right now, with progressive uh, campaigns, one of the challenges that we are running into. Uh, I was a federal campaign manager on a U.S. Senate race. I've worked on congressional races, um, and especially after the COVID pandemic uh, started. Um, a lot more people than ever can't come out and volunteer physically in person anymore, right? So we've had this real challenge with our, our technology and kind of not catching up to that. Right. You know, everybody's working from home, not everybody, but you right, know, a right. lot of people are, a lot right? Of people are, right, right, and, right. Um, and political tech just doesn't exist to kind of support that for uh, remote, remote volunteering. And the reason that that's important is because if you have, for example, uh, John Fetterman's race here in uh, Pennsylvania, that's the control of the Senate hangs in the balance on races like that. Or Raphael Warnock in Georgia, um, you know, back in the area that I'm from, right? And and it's 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 really important that um, those folks get as much volunteer hours, as much volunteer energy as they can, because that's phone calls made, that's text messages sent to people, that's outreach done, right? And um, and right now it's just really hard for somebody to go sign up online and go volunteer for a can campaign without being in person. Um, and what we're doing with Shire is building a really user-friendly um, application that enables that, right? So someone can sign up, they can get connected with a team or an organizer right away and have a really easy like chat experience that's different from something like Slack, which is designed for business. It's very overwhelming, especially for less tech-savvy people. I yeah, told you. I I look, 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 Samantha, I'm sure you know this is what it says, yeah. the, the, the little, no, it says still using Slack. You know, uh, in the movement, Tom Cruise says, you had me at hello. 
Samantha had me is still using Slack. So uh, whatever this is, I'm for it. So yeah, right yeah, off. For, sure, for, for sure. And, no, because yeah, Slack. And, and we've like, got, like, you know, this is the interface for our our chat system there on the bottom. And yeah. it's, it's a, it feels a lot more like something like Facebook that you're using every yeah, day anyway, yeah, or yeah, WhatsApp yeah. or Messenger. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's better for organizers, too, because... You know, it, it's less time they have to spend picking up the phone, calling you. Hey, are you still coming to that to do that Zoom meeting with me so right, we can do right, the phone? Yeah, right, so, right, right, right. Yeah. It's it's so you're you're pitching this. No, I'm fine. You can okay. hold. It. I got my. Okay. Oh, great, you, great. That's kind of you though. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're 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 pitching this mm-hmm. two campaigns. Yeah. Are people biting yet? Is uh, it? Yeah, we are. We've got about 90 campaigns on the wait list, including John Fetterman's. Actually, they're they they signed up okay, on our wait good. list as well. Um, we're talking to folks in the Michigan and Florida Democratic Party, Kansas Democratic Party. Um, this is a problem like all the way down to like city council races and all the way up to the presidential like uh, Bernie Sanders for example in 2020 um, had 72,000 digital volunteers in their slack mm-hmm. uh, sorry and, and in their slack um, you know 72,000 people in there they had to use the free version which was limited they, they only had, could do 30,000 messages at a time because slack would have charged them $500,000 a month because it's $8 a head and that's just not feasible for um, Nonprofit organizations for for advocacy orgs like the Sunrise Movement or, or campaigns that are out there that um, even a presidential campaign can't can't afford it, right? So, and here also we we have sort of a a, a, a competition, a friendly competition for mm-hmm. new innovation, right? Yes, yeah. So you all are finalists. Yep. Tell yep. us about that. Yeah, for sure. So uh, so Higher Ground Labs and New Media Ventures are. Um, some of the accelerators that are, are trying to help get more political tech developed on the on the progressive uh, wing of politics, and um, they're having a pitch competition uh, here at Netroots on Saturday at 11, and we are in we are one of the four finalists for best new tool. So um, we're going to get up there and, and do our best to convince a room of people that we should be we should walk away with the the win there. And um, yeah. and I think that like the, the most important thing, like I said, is is that uh, I said to you earlier is that. This, how many volunteers these campaigns get directly influences um, the control of the Senate. Like, these races are so important, and we have to get people to, to volunteer on them. And if you're in rural Wyoming or something, you don't really feel like you can make an impact on that local race, but you might be able to help John Fetterman. So that's yeah. that's the idea behind that. Uh, people can go to GetShire. Yeah, GetShire.com, yep. Mm-hmm. How's it coming with the name? Uh, so that's fun. So uh, I... I there's a lot of political tech that has they they recycle the same words a lot. You have you know right. act, action, network, blue. Right, right, you know, right. and, and when it, we wanted to do something a little bit different, something that was welcoming. And so I was using a visual thesaurus. Uh, and I was looking around in a thesaurus. And I'm like, okay, like community center, town center, types of towns and types of places. And then I saw Shire, and I thought, mm. oh man, that's cool. Yeah. I'm a bit of a nerd myself. There's a there's an obvious uh, obvious connection there, but it's also just a type of place in the dictionary, so you can't really trademark it either. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. so we were able to grab that and and, and use it for that, and we've sort of leaned into that with our branding. I love it. So, I love yeah. it. No, that's great. Very creative. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, Getshire.com, um, folks. You know we we always want to support new technology. Mm-hmm. We all need it. You know we just can't. You know get comfortable with these things there's always going to be some totally. improvement yeah. are you a developer are you an app developer uh, i'm actually well I, I have a background in tech but i'm not a i'm not a developer myself but my uh, my co-founder and my team are developers and um you know i have more of a political background but there's actually a different way people can help too so okay, we're actually doing a crowdfunding investment campaign because we want the people like we want a, like right. a large number of people that are on the progressive side to own this right and is that and on so the website can it is yeah okay. so you can you can get our we funder and the minimum investment's only a hundred dollars so oh that's great yeah
Samantha Bowker. Thank you. you have a good day. Yeah, wonderful. Congra congratulations in advance. Good luck on the on the competition. Okay, Robert, come on over, brother. Um, again, folks, we're here in Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, brother Robert Salim Holbrook is here with us, and he is with the Abolitionist Law Center. Uh, and straight ahead here in uh, you're based in Pittsburgh, right? Um, no, I'm based in Philly, and we're we have offices in Pittsburgh, and we're statewide, so we have staff all across Pennsylvania. Tell us about your organization and the work you do. Um, the work that we do, we do abolitionist work centered on ending mass incarceration, ending police injustice, police brutality. Uh, more importantly, empowering communities that are most impacted by the carceral state. And I, when I say the carceral state, we mean everything from police prisons to the court as well as the at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more visit parker.com purpose Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Politicians that advocate for... Um, more police and more prisons to deal with the trauma and poverty that is in our community. Yeah, um, I was watching on a panel the other day, uh, you're, you're a returning citizen yourself, you're formerly incarcerated, is that right? Yeah, yes sir. Yeah, yeah I served uh, 27 years in prison. And, and that experience obviously is what informed you and inspired you to do this work, right? Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean it motivates me, inspired me. Um, it's 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 the uh, furnace that I was definitely born in. I went in at the age of 16 mm. and was released at the age of 44. I was sentenced initially to spend the rest of my life in prison. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. So when we talk about abolition, mm -hmm. um, if from the context of your organization, we're talking about the carceral system itself, correct? We're talking about one part of the system, the carceral system, but from our organization, we don't believe that abolition in this country is going to come about through elections, mm. through legislation, or in budget cycles, right? When we talk about abolition, we're not just talking about police and prisons, we're talking about abolishing the social contract that has governed the United States since its existence. And that contract was founded on genocide, enslavement, uh, exploitation, right? And it continues to this day just in systematic institutions. Mm. So we're talking about tearing apart this whole uh, fabric 
of white supremacist institutions and the social contract that has governed this country. Yeah, yeah, so no. we're, we're just not like limiting like one trick ponies to just police and prisons because for real, for real, police and prisons are just one part mm -hmm. of an entire system. Mm -hmm. They're just a part of the system that when you rebel, it's going to be deployed against you. Yeah. So what's your vision of, of how we even start that process to get that done? Yeah. That, I mean, we as a movement have to have 10, 15, 20, 50 year plans, right? For us, our role in the abolitionist movement is to erode the power of the carceral state, to erode the power of prosecutors, to erode the power of police, to erode the power of institutions and politicians that want to harm our communities or continue the exploitation, right? So that's in the immediate. The long-term goal is to build up community power, right? Because we're at the end of the day, we're going to be our own liberators. It's not going to be politicians that save us. So we have to go back to organizing in our communities, building community power, uh, for lack of a better word, police or rather secure our own communities. We're going to have to look into creating dual power uh, institutions in our communities that are made up of community leaders. And then also we have to be prepared for social upheaval in this country because where we're at in America today, we are, we are in a moment where essentially fascists are openly saying that they are going to seize state power to create an American apartheid. Think mm, about that because yeah. black and brown people and people of color are going to be the majority in this country in the next 20, 30 years. It's inevitable. Right. But you have a segment, a white minority, a segment of that white minority that is clear like we're not giving up no. power. So we're content on creating an American apartheid. And so we have to be ready for that. And we have to be ready to contend with that, not just electorally and legislatively, but we better be ready to, to, to deal with it in the streets. Yeah. We better be ready to defend ourselves and our communities from it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's powerful. And brother. it's not just like overturning a police car. Yeah. And riot. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's like long-term community self-defense, taking care of yourself, your neighbors, and your family. Well, and you're right. And, and our enemies have 10, 20, 30 year plans. Absolutely. We always in the moment. Absolutely. So you're right, brother. I mean, that's what yeah. we need to do. Uh, where can people find you all? The, the, uh, uh, people, you all on social media and everything? Yes, people could find me at uh, Salim Holbrook on Twitter. They could find the Abolitionist Law Center on Twitter um, and Instagram and Facebook. And the straight, a straight ahead is our C4 arm. Um, so we have a C3 and a C4. So straight ahead can be found on Toward Abolition on uh, Instagram and um, Twitter. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. I appreciate your remarks at the panel today, and I wanted to talk to you on the show, so thank you for coming back. Right. Brother Salim Holbrook, everybody, right. here with us. Thank you for being here, my brother. All right. Uh, Erica Ford. Hey, how are you, brother? Good to see you. All right. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? You all enjoying Netroots so far? Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Yeah. We had a great conversation with the young folks about you know the destination of our struggle and how the we gotta do some special work in Buffalo and come on in, brother. Now we and we I was saying we saw each other just walking down the street the other day and gave each other big as good to see folk you know when you're in a distant place. How are you, man? I'm well, well, wonderfully blessed to be here, uh, learning a lot and uh, you know enjoying the company of these brothers and sisters. And you know you are an inspiration 
to us all that you were still out here, you were pushing. Have you taken any time off for yourself, man, and, and to really mourn even? I, I just don't know if I could do that. Yeah, well, you know, I do that as I'm moving. Um, uh, it's a small window of opportunity right now. Um, you guys have been out in the fight for a long time, struggling for a long time. I'm just getting into it. So I'm trying to soak up as much as I can, as fast as I can. And uh, there'll be time for that. No, we're going to create time for that. Create time. Because the way that you run the marathon is you take care of yourself. That's right. And, and your mother being killed in front of millions of people, and then you being thrust into leadership. That's some extra kind of trauma that you got to take some time. To, and we're going to be here for you for life. For life. That's right. That's right. And when you ain't here, we still fighting for you. We still here with you. We still raising your voice and your issue, you know. So we're going we gonna to make sure yeah. you, get, you and your family yeah. get some time. Well, and, and now I also know a lot of times we mourn through work. Yeah. You know, sometimes that's the process and you, you are out, you know, doing the work on her behalf and in her memory god rest her soul you said that's for you too brother tell me tell us a bit about what you up to man yeah so we do a lot of work around uh policy on gun violence um but for me i started after i was shot too um in 2013 and similar to you i was angry i was frustrated traumatized but i wanted to do something you know and so for me getting to the work advocating for change pushing our policymakers to do different um is really was therapeutic in its own way uh, and along the way, I met amazing people like Erica, like Gardell, and so many others who are all part of the same family, you know, that are fighting. And, and, and we're achieving a, a lot of change right now, to be honest. It's, it's kind of remarkable how much momentum we have, and we think it'll keep building once more of us kind of band together. Well, well tell us more about that, because I want people to get it. I don't know if everybody, you all are in it every day, but a lot of folk just see the bad news every day. Right and are victimized. So tell us, you, you, you said we're making progress. Tell us how, tell us, let people know how that is. <laughs> nah, nah. So, well, I mean, look, just the last two years alone, um, one big thing we've been fighting for is that the communities that are suffering from gun violence need resources mm -hmm. and we need funding for therapeutic services. We need funding for violence intervention. We need funding for cognitive behavioral programs and programs for at-risk youth. And the, the government has responded. You know, when we first started, they only had $16 million for communities impacted by violence. Now there's $14.2 billion of federal funding that's been set aside for communities impacted by violence. So to go from 16 million to 14 billion is a hell of a stride forward, you know, and that happened because of advocacy right. of folks right here. Yeah. Um, and that's in two years, you know, and we're just right. getting started. And we know that we need way more than that. Um, right now, the economic impact of gun violence is $557 billion to our economy every year. So we're losing half a trillion dollars in our economy on top of the hundreds of thousands of lives that are lost or impacted, um, but they're just putting in pennies. And so we're trying to change that and really push them to think about what can you invest in proactively to save lives as opposed to paying for it on the back end or just depending on law enforcement to try to clean things up. And, 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 and Erica, some of that money was just allocated. So we is it is it going forward now? Are we seeing a difference already, an effect already this quickly? Schumer called me couple of weeks ago and said life camp got two million dollars so it's okay. coming down okay and and it's coming down across the nation right so in, in the two million dollars in Mississippi in North Carolina in Kentucky it's gonna make a way difference than in New York City with us and then plus they also get us coming there working with them 
training because we just partnered with the University of Chicago to build a training institute to train the CVI workers and also to train the police and to work on how do right. we shift that narrative, right? How, so we have a chief of streets, right, that, that forces the police to show up different, right? Forces, sometimes they even say, I'm going to give over my operation to you. Mm. Like, we don't, we don't need to do that. Y'all take care of that life camp. And so that's a, that ain't never right, happened right. before. Right, right. right, So those little things. And then also, we took brothers who was in the jail for 30, 20, 16 years to the White House, right? Mm. And so they would have never thought they could go to it. And it's a little thing to a lot of people, but it's a, it's a big sense of hope to those brothers who thought they would never see the day of light. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so... It's 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 le it's layers to this shit. It's a lot of shit left to go. So we got a whole lot of work to do, and you know, freedom ain't free. What does it say in the room over there? Um, America is inherently violent, right? Mm. And so we know that. That's and the so culture. we know what we're fighting against. That's the culture of America. You know, and the fact that we even got to say fight to have peace. Yeah, fight crazy. to have peace. And that's something. That's something. We got love harder. We got love harder to bring peace. Love harder to bring peace. You get what I sent you? Yes. See, now, we taught that. I took that text when I chaired the police task force D.C. I taught that text in the D.C. Police Academy. They just said, okay, you go ahead and do it. Talking about Amos Wilson's book, y'all, Black on Black yes. Violence. Yes. And, and everybody ought to get that. Yes. Um, that yes. brother's no longer yes. with us. He's out of New York, yes. Brother Amos. Yes. You know, clinical psychologist. Yes. And he wrote a lot of books. But that one in particular, yes. you know, describes yes. what's going on in a lot of our communities yes. and what the police are doing to us and what we're doing to each other. Yes. So, listen, yes. y'all out here doing Thank it every you. day. Thank you. I just wanted to and gift her a little something. the wisdom, though. Like, like we're not doing it without you. Like, your wisdom and your, you, like, we, you teach us. You know what I'm saying? There's levels to the shit. Like, we on your shoulders. And we appreciate what you do. We appreciate your consistent stand against everything that you go against. And we, you know, we appreciate that. Well, thank you. And we know thank that we're here because of that. Well, thank you. I no. do a special shout out for Erica. Speaking <laughs> of shoulders, if you go to Now This News, <laughs> Yo, Now This Politics, I they feature Erica it. Ford today. Oh, yeah. On, a, on, on yeah. their shoulders uh, special. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. She blowing okay. up. So, the, okay. the world recognizing the work. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, that's outstanding. <laughs> Look at that. All right. All right. Wow. Oh, let me see that. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Y'all so check out now this, all right? Go and check this out right now. Erica Ford up here in, in Pittsburgh. God bless you, man. Think about you all the time. We just, we, I mean, just walking down the street, we just hugged each other, man. So, yeah, y'all outstanding. Folks, this is the work that's happening. Folk out here doing it. We appreciate them. Um, this is all, a, and glad this is, these conversations are taking place in Netroots. 
Nehru's didn't always have these conversations. No. No. But 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 it's happening. So yeah. thank you all. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.